Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we begin, I'd like to give a shout out for one of our biggest supporters, Spencer Bailey. Spencer is one of our grown-up listeners at 30 years old, and it's such a treat to know that anyone can enjoy some Coco Sleep magic, no matter their age. I'd also like to say a big thank you to one of our younger Coco Club members, Eleanor, who sent us some stories she'd written herself. There were even drawings too. Thank you for sharing those with us, Eleanor. They're truly brilliant. And to you, Spencer, I hope you enjoy this one. Sweet dreams. In tonight's bedtime story, then, we're going to meet a teeny tiny frog called Fritz. Fritz has set his sights high on making a new friendship that's quite out of the ordinary. Despite what anyone else says, Fritz is determined to prove that the amount of friendship and love you have to give is not limited by your size. Hmm, I agree. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Now lie back, everybody, and close your eyes, because I'm about to begin The Tiny Frog with the Big Heart by Alicia Ainsley. Fritz the frog lived on a lily pad that floated around a little pond in the middle of Sleepy Forest. Fritz and his fellow frogs lived there peacefully, minding their own business and admiring the larger animals that bathed in a nearby lake from afar. Fritz the frog may have been a small amphibian, but he had a vibrant personality, ambitious dreams and a big heart. Fritz was very friendly and longed to be everyone's companion that he met. The other frogs would often chuckle as they watched Fritz call out a chirpy good morning to every animal that walked by their pond. And they would roll their eyes every time he pulled out his quirky dance moves on his lily pad to entertain onlookers. Fritz was a showman at heart and his goal was to brighten other people's days in whatever way he could. One day, whilst lazing around on his lily pad, Fritz the frog observed the animals in the nearby lake from afar. The otters splashed and sploshed as they trudged their way into the cool waters to bathe themselves, and a couple of beavers left ripples in the water's surface as they lapped up a drink with their flickering tongues. There were many different creatures enjoying the lake today, from ducks to herons, from fish to dragonflies. All of the animals created waves in the lake, both figuratively and literally. Each animal drew Fritz's attention in their own unique ways. However, there was one creature that caught Fritz's eye that stood out from the crowd. Moving elegantly and effortlessly across the water, leaving not a trickle or a ripple in their wake, was the swan. This swan glided across the centre of the lake, 
without saying a word or making a sound. She paid no attention to anyone else and kept to herself. None of the other animals appeared to notice the silent, graceful swan. But Fritz did. Fritz was absolutely mesmerized. He had never seen this swan before, and he wanted to get to know her. Fritz hopped over to his friend Finch's lily pad and nudged him. Do you know who that swan is? Fritz asked Finch. Finch croaked in reply, I've never seen that swan before. She must be new to the area. Fritz's eyes lit up with intrigue, and he said under his breath, I'm going to find out who she is. Finch giggled and sighed. Fritz was always chasing after large animals to try to get to know them. Why do you bother? Finch asked lightheartedly. Swans are big and we're small. How could we be friends? But Fritz wouldn't listen, and he didn't mind much anyway. He was determined that one day he would find a big creature who wanted to be his friend, despite how small he was. Just as Fritz was about to move closer to the edge of his pond, he noticed that the swan had paddled her feet underwater and turned around to glide in the opposite direction. Fritz sighed at his missed opportunity. He hoped that the swan would return to this side of the lake soon so that he might be able to meet her and prove Finch wrong. Two days later, Fritz was hanging up his washing on the washing line he had pinned from reed to reed when he heard his friend Finch call for him. Psst! Finch hissed in a hushed tone. Psst! Fritz! That swan you saw is back again. Fritz pegged up his last little shirt on the line and hopped over to where Finch was sitting. He was right. The same swan had returned to the lake again. Fritz was determined to find out who this swan was, so he boinged his way from lily pad to bank and hopped over to the lakeside. The swan was blissfully floating around the middle of the lake, basking in the sun's warm rays. Fritz attempted to catch the swan's attention by calling out a hearty, Good afternoon! But the swan didn't acknowledge him. Perhaps she couldn't hear him from so far away. After all, Fritz was only small, and he only had a small, croaky voice to match. Fritz moved to another edge of the lakeside and called out again to the new swan. Hello! He called out, Welcome to the lake. However, the swan still didn't notice him and continued to float around the lake in peace. Fritz would have to get much closer if he wanted her to hear him. Fritz hadn't been for a swim in the lake in a long time, 
for now seemed as good a time as ever. He dived into the crisp, fresh water and started to swim towards the swan. He used his webbed feet and crooked hind legs to powerfully push himself forward to get as close as he could. Once the swan's peddling feet were in sight, Fritz popped his head up out of the water and smiled. Hello there, he greeted her. Welcome to the lake. My name is Fritz and I live in the pond next door. What's your name? The swan was very surprised to see a teeny head suddenly poke up out of the water by her side and she recoiled slightly in response. But when she saw the grin on Fritz's friendly face, she mellowed a little and smiled. My name is Penny, the swan replied. Thank you for the warm welcome. Fritz's eyes grew wide, and his grin grew even bigger. He couldn't wait to tell Finch that he had found out the swan's name. He continued to speak to Penny and told her that if she needed anything, she could always call on him for assistance. He liked to be a helpful neighbour to everyone he met on the lake. Penny appeared genuinely grateful for Fritz's offer of help and she thanked him for his kind words. Just as Fritz was about to try to get to know her better, Penny the swan's attention was caught by a flock of swans flying overhead. I must go, she gasped. I don't want to get left behind. Fritz felt a little bit disappointed. Was Penny moving to another lake already? Penny the swan said goodbye to Fritz, spread her massive white wings, and took off into the air to follow the flock of swans flying through the sky. Fritz watched from down below, now only a blip on Penny's radar. Maybe he wouldn't make a new friend in the large, graceful swan after all. She seemed to have moved on somewhere else with her flock. He swam back to shore and hopped disappointedly over to his pond, where Finch and some of their other friends were waiting. Finch stared at him expectantly. Did you speak to the swan then? Finch inquired. Fritz beamed with delight. He had managed to find out the swan's name. And it was Penny. His fellow froggy friends were impressed that he had managed to speak to such a big animal. None of them had before. They started to ask him all sorts of questions, but he couldn't answer them. Just as he had started to get to know the swan, she had flown away to join her flock. Finch and their froggy friends sighed, feeling sorry for Fritz. 
don't let it get to you too much, Fritz, one friend called Floss said soothingly. Most animals prefer to stick to their own group and don't tend to branch out and make friends with others. But Fritz refused to believe this. Just because his peers hadn't befriended larger animals before, it didn't mean that he couldn't. Why couldn't a swan be friends with a frog? To Fritz's relief, Penny the swan had not left the lake for good. In fact, it turned out that she had only left to join her friends for lunch that day, and she promptly returned to the lake once she was ready to retire to bed. As the days passed by, Fritz the frog grabbed every opportunity he had to speak to Penny the swan. He wanted to prove everyone wrong and show that a tiny animal like himself could become friends with a big animal like a swan. It might seem strange to some, but friendship didn't care what you looked like at the end of the day. He bumped into Penny the swan quite often. Every morning, she took a swim around the lake, and if Fritz was up early enough, he would sing loudly to make her start to the day all the more enjoyable. Fritz had a rather marvellous singing voice, albeit a little croaky, and he especially liked to sing opera. As Penny swam around the lake, Fritz would serenade her from his lily pad on the pond. His voice flowed out on the morning breeze beautifully, floating through the air until it reached Penny's ears. After just a few days, she knew the words to his morning songs off by heart, and she eventually started to sing along too. I love those songs you sing each morning, she once told Fritz. They make my morning swim even better. You have a very good voice. Fritz was flattered that Penny enjoyed his singing. Nobody really told him that they liked his singing very much. The other frogs were used to hearing him humming and crooning around the pond, and the other animals on the lake rarely woke up early enough to enjoy his music anyway. Well, I enjoy it very much, Penny the Swan smiled, before swimming away to embark upon the rest of her day. Whenever the moon was full in the sky, and its silvery, mystical beams shone down onto the pond, the creatures of the water would celebrate and dance beneath the moon. The fish would perform a spectacular acrobatic show. The fireflies would hum and swirl in the air above the surface, and the frogs would dance on their lily pads with joy. Penny the swan had never heard of a full moon ritual like this before, and she was impressed when Fritz told her all about it. 
He invited her to come and watch all of their performances on the next full moon. Maybe now that she lived on the lake, she might want to join in and come up with some sort of celebratory dance with the other animals too. Fritz told her that she was very welcome to join in with the frog's lily pad dance, although she might struggle to balance on one of the thin, delicate leaves due to her height. Penny giggled at the suggestion and decided she would simply watch and admire for now. Maybe one day she and her fellow swans could come up with some sort of dance to add to the full moon celebration. When the next full moon came around, Penny watched from the side of the lake as the other water creatures performed their amazing celebratory displays, right on cue. Fritz danced on his lily pad even more energetically than usual, hoping that Penny would enjoy their performance. By the time he was finished, he was absolutely exhausted, but it was worth it to see Penny the Swan so happy and enamoured with the show they had performed. All of the other frogs thought that Fritz's attempts of friendship with the new swan on the lake were ill-fated, They thought he was wasting his time, but Fritz had hope. Despite their size difference, Fritz and Penny got on well. They always greeted each other with a smile and checked in on how each other's day was going. They shared jokes and told each other about their lives, and they even started to take up hobbies together. Fritz went for a swim in the lake quite often now, with his swan companion by his side, and every now and then, Penny would venture over to the pond for a bit of peace and quiet. The lake could get quite busy with all the animals as the day drew on, and Penny preferred the calm, relaxing atmosphere around the pond. Fritz would read and recite to Penny from his favourite poetry books, and they even practised writing their own poems together. They laughed at their bad attempts at rhyming and set each other tasks for what to write about. Sometimes they would write poems about lovely things like the flowers and the seasons, whilst other times they would have a bit of fun and write about bad hair days or silly socks that had come to life. Fritz and Penny had fun together. By all accounts, they had become good friends. The only thing was, Penny had never referred to Fritz as her friend, so the other frogs didn't believe Fritz when he said that they were. One afternoon, as all the frogs conserved their energy for their night's full moon dancathon, Fritz's friend, Finch, hopped over to him and asked if Penny would be joining them tonight. Fritz admitted that he didn't know. He hadn't seen Penny all day, but he was sure that she wouldn't miss it. The day turned into night and the full moon began to creep out from behind the clouds in the sky. The creatures of the pond and lake all prepared to perform 
as they always did, beneath the shining moon. Fritz looked around, but he couldn't see Penny anywhere. I wonder if she's coming, he pondered, looking around hopefully. Just as the moon's beams trickled all the way down to the ground and landed on the surface of the water, Fritz spotted a long, white-feathered neck glide around the corner of the lake. Penny was here, right on time. Fritz was about to wave her over when he noticed that she had brought lots of her swan friends with her. The tall, regal-looking swans gathered in a circle around Penny and lowered their heads in preparation. As the fish in the lake began to swirl beneath the surface and started leaping up into the air, performing their acrobatic show, the swans dived into action too. Fritz watched with amazement as Penny and the other swans performed their own dance in the moonlight. They skated in and out of each other in winding formations, flapping their wings in unison and bobbing their heads and twisting their necks to an imaginary beat. It was very impressive choreography, and the frogs watched on from afar with admiration. Fritz was glad to see Penny taking part in the full moon dance-a-thon, and he was glad that she had enjoyed it so much last time that she had invited other animals to join her. But he felt a little bit disappointed. He wished that she had come to dance with him as her friend. Instead, she was dancing with her swan friends, Maybe Finch and the other frogs were right. Maybe frogs couldn't really be friends with swans after all. Fritz attempted to lift his mood by turning away from Penny and joining in the dance with his fellow frogs, but he couldn't help feeling a bit deflated. After a few minutes, Fritz heard a familiar voice behind him say, Good evening, Fritz. He turned around to see Penny standing on the edge of the pond. She continued, Did you see the dance I created with the other swans? They loved it and now want to join in the party every full moon. Fritz was glad that they were all enjoying the night and turned to get back to his dancing. But Penny wasn't finished speaking to him. She asked, I don't want to interrupt your dance with all your frog friends, but if you'd like, I'd love for you to come and join in the dance with me and the other swans. I think you'll like what I choreographed. Fritz paused mid-dance move. Penny wanted him 
to dance with her and the swans. This was great news. Fritz nodded his head eagerly and hopped over to Penny as she lowered her neck to the ground to allow him to climb aboard her back. Then she swept back out onto the lake and paddled towards her fellow swans. Fritz felt a bit nervous about meeting all the swans, who were a hundred times his size. But he needn't have worried. Everyone was very polite and pleased to meet him. Hey, everyone, Penny captured their attention. Meet my good friend Fritz. He's the one who told me about this special full moon celebration on the lake. And he and his frog friends perform amazing dances too. Fritz's ears pricked at the special word that Penny had used to describe him. She had referred to him as her good friend. It was official. Fritz the frog had made a friend in the swan called Penny. He felt a hundred times bigger at that moment, and he beamed with pride and happiness. Fritz rode on Penny's back as the swans performed their choreographed dance yet again, and he spotted all of his froggy friends over in the pond, watching them from afar with their mouths gaping open. It appeared that frogs and swans could be friends after all. Fritz and Penny danced and giggled on the lake, and she proudly introduced him to all of her fellow swans. By the end of the night, Fritz felt as though he had made several new friends within the flock of swans. Seeing how happy everyone was on the lake, Penny turned to Fritz and whispered, Thank you for welcoming me to the lake and helping me settle in. You have been a very good friend to me. Fritz smiled and assured her he would do the same for anyone. He wanted everyone to feel welcome and he believed that you could never have too many friends. Fritz may have only been a tiny frog, but he certainly had a big heart. As the swans danced gracefully beneath the moon, the frogs bopped and jived on their lily pads. Everyone was in wonderfully high spirits, and by the end of the night, they had all danced until they dropped. The swans and the frogs, the fish and the fireflies, all lay down for a welcome snooze in the fading moonlight. They all slept peacefully and soundly. However, 
nobody slept better than the little frog Fritz, who was so happy and content that he drifted off to the sweetest of dreams instantly. <laughs>